previously on Too Old to Date. Okay, so you're verbally open, but you don't strike me as being very emotionally open. I don't know why I do it, but I definitely steal myself. I, I, I don't know why I do it. There might be something wrong with me. I don't sing. I don't dance. You won't try here anymore. Bradley, 34, Michael, 37, and Kyle, 29, meet at a small ramen restaurant in Prospect Heights, Brooklyn. We join them as they're being served. Okay, what's the meanest thing a girl you were dating has ever said to you? I mean, can you count my ex telling me that she wants a divorce? Does that count? I wasn't on a date with her, but a girl I was talking to at a birthday party once asked me if I was on the autism spectrum. Ooh, that's pretty mean. What'd you say to her? I told her that I'd saved something like the 30 best pizza in New York City lists, and I was trying to get to every place on every single one of them, and she thought that I was obsessive and Asperger's-y. Well, that is just a person who doesn't understand what autism is. Why do you ask? This girl I slept with last night told me I said the meanest thing anyone's ever said to her, and I just wanted something to compare it to. How mean was what you said to her? I don't think it was that bad. I mean, it's not great, and I knew immediately after I said it that I shouldn't have, but it's not as bad as calling someone autistic. Just tell us. She has a huge ass. It's amazing. And after we fucked, I was spooning her, and I said, your ass is amazing. If you did squats, it'd be the best ass on the planet. Oh my god, you can't say shit like that to a girl. You shouldn't say shit like that to anyone. Right, I knew it was wrong immediately, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I apologized right away, and she didn't seem that upset. Okay, so you lucked out on that one, but what makes you bring it up now? Well, I don't really want to hook up with her again. And she must have sensed that, because today she texted me saying, mutual disinterest? And I said that by asking me that, she's telling me she's not interested, so I'm not sure what difference it makes how I feel about it. But you feel the same about it, so it sounds like you dodged a bullet. Yeah, but then she sent a text that said she was offended by the squats comment. Anyone would be offended by that. But I'd apologize, and I think it's lame for someone to accept your apology and then still hold it over your head. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, but he said something pretty rude. If it's me, I'm thinking about it all the next day, and I'm replaying it in my head, and I'm just getting mad about it over and over again. But then she shouldn't have accepted his apology. And let's be honest, it sounds like she was baiting him into saying something mean again so she could feel good about blowing him off. Chicken or the egg? I think the squats comment was plenty of justification. I don't think it was that preemptive. Well, I wrote back, man, there's really no room to make mistakes with you, is there? And look what she wrote back. Yeah, well, you couldn't handle my booty anyway. That's classic. Why do you use the thumbs up emoji so much in texts? Is that how he responded to the booty text? It looks like that's how he responds to every text. Why are you looking at all my texts? I tapped the back button by accident. Answer his question. I never program anyone's names into my contacts, so it just helps me keep track of who I wasn't into, who I was into that wasn't into me, and who I'm into and still pursuing. Oh. Shit, dude. That's kind of brilliant. So wait, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. So if you see a thumbs up emoji as you're scrolling through your text, that means that the girl either ghosted or outright rejected you, and that's your passive aggressive way of acknowledging it? Exactly right. And if you see a regular text message, you know you're still pursuing her. Yep. Hold up, I'm seeing some shruggy emojis? What are these? Are these women you are rejecting? Yeah, technically not the emoji, but the shrug emoticon. What's the difference? There's a huge difference. Emoticons are symbols put together to make the image, and emojis are the cartoon keyboard. Got, yeah, fine, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so, but your system, I actually like your system, because it'll help keep you humble. A hundred percent. How's that? Because he has a snapshot of how many women reject him. No matter what, I'm always scrolling through a bunch of thumbs up emojis, and that lets me know I'm expendable keeps me on my toes, and it keeps me from backsliding. Oh, because you'd rather keep your system intact than hit up a girl on the off chance that she might be interested in a late night bang? Yeah. Okay, one flaw. 
What if the girl texts you back after the thumbs up or the shruggy? No matter what, I just had the conversation with it, even if I've sent it before. I admire the dedication to the system. Oh shit, excuse me guys, just one second. Michael briskly exits the restaurant so that he can take a call from Rebecca, 34, who is on her way home from the airport. Hey! Hello! How was the flight? Was it okay? Yep, easy peasy. Off the plane and rushed to try and beat everyone to the cab line. Didn't even stop to use the bathroom. It worked, too. No line and in the cab now on the way back to Manhattan. Great, so what time should I meet you back at your place? Yeah, that's why I'm calling. So... It looks like there's a ton of traffic coming home, so it just, it it might be a while. Maybe an hour or so? Okay, no problem. So we can just do a quick drop of your stuff at your apartment, and then we'll head down to the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's not a problem at all. Uh, I'm just getting ramen with Brad and Kyle anyway. Oh, but I I thought we were getting food during the chef screening? I can do both. Uh, Just call when you're crossing into Manhattan, and I'll hop on the subway. Meanwhile, inside the restaurant. Did that girl you like screw the dude she went on vacation with? No, I had the whole situation pegged wrong. Platonic. They went on a trip together and you think it was platonic? He must have been hideous. No, he was fine looking. Really tall. Then it's not platonic. I mean, okay, maybe not totally platonic, but nothing big happened. And honestly, even if it did happen, it doesn't really matter. I'm glad I don't know. Oh, so you asked her? No, she brought it up. She brought it up? Like out of nowhere? That means she was lying and just trying to get out ahead of it. No, it came up naturally in a conversation about exclusivity. Are you trying to lock her up? Ideally, yeah. Um, But long story short, we were talking about exclusivity and jealousy, and she brought it up by saying that she thought it was cool that even though I met the guy and knew that they were going away together, I never asked her about their situation. I mean, okay, I asked her the night that I met her, which was also the night that I met him, but after that, I just never brought it up again, and she liked that. Yeah, it's smart to play it cool. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine a scenario where that conversation went in a direction that I would have liked. Did that conversation end with y'all being exclusive? Y'all? You missing our southern friends? Shut the fuck up. Sometimes it just comes out now. No, she said she wasn't ready to be exclusive, and honestly, I don't know how much longer I can ride this out as it is now. Michael comes back inside. Okay, so what'd I miss? Brad's about to sabotage this thing with his girl. You've only been seeing her for what, like a month? Almost two, but that's not the issue. What's the issue? The communication when we're not together sucks. Like, okay, she's spending the night with her family tonight, and I'm not expecting much communication-wise, but I tried calling her earlier today, and I bet I won't hear back until late tomorrow at the earliest. That's super annoying. I don't see what the big deal is. You're not exclusive, so why don't you just chill with the communication? Don't even text her or call her. Just reply when she texts or calls. I mean, she told me early on that she likes when a guy pushes things along, and I don't think she'd initiate. Yeah, but after two months, do you even want to keep dealing with this kind of behavior? Yeah, it sounds like she sucks. I wouldn't say she sucks. You met her? Yeah, she's cool, and Brad is clearly into her a lot. But dude, if you're not feeling like she's reciprocating the way that you want, maybe it's not worth it. I'm definitely not ready to quit. I I feel like I can ride it out at least a little bit longer. You look miserable. Not miserable, it's just tough getting through the early parts of a relationship, working out all the kinks. It really wasn't that bad for Becky and me. Yeah, but stop me if I'm crossing a line here, but you're having issues now. What's your issue? It's just normal jealousy stuff, I think. It's Becky has this guy friend from college who moved to town, yada yada yada, and she's spending all this time with him. He's tall and handsome and whatever. Did they use to hook up? No, I do not think so. I think it's fine. Well, how often do they text each other? Uh, every day. Does she giggle when he texts? She laughs, yeah. I didn't say laugh. I said giggle. I guess, yeah, fine, she giggles. Oof. Does he have anything he's struggling with? Family issues, breakup? Yeah, his ex just dumped him. She'd been cheating on him for like a year. Oof. Yeah, I definitely try to keep her away from him. Why? He makes her laugh, he's tall, and he's in a vulnerable position and probably confiding in her, which ultimately brings them closer together. There'll probably be a night where he's sad and drinking, calls her up, and she's a good person and runs over to his place to console him. It's late at night. She goes to hug him. He makes a move, and she feels bad for him, and boom! Fuck city! 
Fuck City? Fuck City! That's not a place. Okay, hold on, sorry, I'll be right back. Michael returns to the bar's entrance to speak to Rebecca on the telephone. Hey. Hey, what's up? So, the traffic is bad. Like, like real, real bad. The driver said there's some bike race or something. Ugh, I don't know. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, so we haven't moved an inch since the last time I called, so I have no idea when we're going to get home. Ooh. Uh, okay, maybe I can just meet you at the movie theater then. Do you have any, like, suitcases or anything? No, just my knapsack. Yeah, you know what? That should be fine. Ugh, I have to pee, too. Regretting that decision to not use the bathroom at the airport sucks. Stay strong. Keep me posted when you get it all figured out. So a lot of people ask us, Mike and Brad, how did you guys get started in the podcasting world? People don't really ask me that question. People ask me that all the time. Well, they people like you more than they like me. They do. They want to know my story. So I tell them that Brad and I used to hang out a lot, and we would just complain about our dating lives. We and, still hang out a lot. And we still complain about our dating lives. So we decided to make a podcast, and I knew nothing about making podcasts. Luckily, Brad did, and Brad knew about Blueberry. Blueberry is the largest podcast directory in the world. They have over 500,000 podcasts that they host, and that means you can be more than one in a million if you sign up with Blueberry to host your podcast. They also have fantastic analytics so you can see who and where your audience is. We're watching you right now, Megan. Megan? Head over to Blueberry.com, that's Blueberry without the letter E, dot com, and use the code T-O-T-D, which is too old to date's initials, to let them know that we sent you. So you don't need to know anything about podcasting, just head over to Blueberry and they'll get you all set up. At the same time, back inside... I can't talk about this anymore. It's bumming me out. What's what's new with you? I'm actually taking a break from apps. I do not believe that. Believe it. Me and Dylan have met girls out the last three weekends, so I don't feel like I really need it. You're always talking about stacking the deck in your favor. How does getting rid of the apps help you stack? It doesn't. But I had a bad experience the other day, and I just think app girls suck right now. What happened? I made plans last week to go out with this girl and then never heard from her. So I made plans at like noon the day we'd planned to go out to have dinner with work people. She texted me at 3 that day to firm up plans for the night. I write back that I'm really sorry, but since I never heard from her, I assumed she was flaking and I made other plans. I even said I'd understand if she didn't want to reschedule. She wrote back the lamest fucking text. Do you still have it? Yeah, I'll read it to you. She said, I really don't want to reschedule. I want a guy who has a bit more confidence that his date isn't a flake, or if he's concerned that his date is a flake, isn't so worried about self-pride to send a text and even say something like, hey, are we still on for later or tomorrow or however much time in advance that you feel is appropriate. I'm often exhausted between work and doing the doctorate overseas and after hours trading and everything else that I keep busy with that I'm not willing to deal with dating that is aggravating from the start and someone who leaves me disappointed. If there's one thing I am, it's reliable in terms of meeting deadlines, and I live up to doing what I say and say what I do. She sounds awful. Usually finance chicks are great, but this girl seems to think her time is more important than anyone else's because she's getting a doctorate. Whatever happened to just saying no thank you? Or ghosting! Well, ghosting is never good. I did ghosting over this shit. Then why'd you say the text? I'd never be able to remember all of it, and it's insane. Yeah, it's a lot, for sure. What's a lot? Just a girl who Kyle was talking to that really let him have it. I wouldn't say she'd let me have it. Shit, I'm sorry guys, I have to take this again. I am so sorry. What the fuck is going on? I don't know, Becky's just... She's having a hard time getting back from the airport. I'll I'll explain it later, I'll be right back. Hold on just one second. Sorry guys, I meant to ask you, do you guys want to go to a comedy show next week? I've got like six free tickets. Yeah, I'll come. Yeah, and bring Zoe. Sure, I'll ask her. I'll come too. Great, can you bring someone too? Hi, sorry, sorry, let me just run outside. Hey there, any progress? Can 
Can you just get off the highway and run into a diner or something? Mike, we aren't moving at all. Like, we're just sitting here. Oh. Damn it, I'm not peeing my pants back here. Are there any kind of, like, bushes or trees or anything like that around? No, it's all highway. How bad are we talking? All the way bad. <sighs> if only you had a penis, I could tell you to, like, you know, pee in a water bottle or something. Oh, wait. I have a water bottle. You can't pee in a water bottle. Like, I think I have to. Like a Dasani bottle? No, no, it's my aluminum bottle. It's got a big opening. I think this will work. Wait, hold on. I need to drink the water. Becky, if the driver sees you peeing in the back seat, he's going to kick you out. Okay, shit. You're right. Hold on. Oh, wait, I'm going to see if I can squeeze into this little area between the seats. Hold on. Okay, wait. Okay, I'm in. He's going to hear the water hitting the bottom of the metal bottle. He's going to turn around. Oh, you're right. But I'm already down here. Get back in the normal seat. Okay, I have a plan. I'm going to start yelling at you like we're fighting. Okay, he'll look back here once, and when he looks forward again, I think I can pull down my pants, squeeze down in this little spot and pee. And with the yelling, he won't be able to hear. But he'll look back again. I'll make conversation awkward so he's too embarrassed to look. Wait, hasn't he heard all of this? You're in a regular cab? This is going to cost you a fortune. Are you sure that will- I am keeping this baby whether you like it or not. I don't care what your damn family says about it. Oh god, it's happening. And you are either going to be there to support us, or I will go after you for child support, because I am not going to end up like your sister all cracked down on crystal meth with babies she doesn't even know what to do with, not knowing who the daddy is, and, and, and don't you dare even try to pull that with me, because I will drag you onto Mari Povich and have him point out to you, and, and say that you are the daddy, and the whole crowd will boo, and Done? Oh my god, I feel so much better. I cannot believe that worked. This is the greatest feeling in the world. So we're going on Mori Povich, huh? That wasn't just a threat. You pull some shit on me and I will drag you on that show. Question. What? I need to throw this bottle away, right? Like, I can't just wash it? Yeah, that bottle's done forever. Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Additional voices this episode were provided by Aaron Gottlieb and Emily Kratter. Our theme music is Loveless by GoGo Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation will help us make more shows and pay for more dates.